Hello everybody, I'm going to try this on a walk down the uh, Pom de Anglice, I don't know how you say it, and it might be noisy, but we have to go with it, and I'll be back to my old trusty microphone soon, uh, tomorrow. I going to say, I just literally caught, I, I just caught the hunger, I just caught the exact process of what happens. I, my stomach had one tiny rumble, tiniest rumble, that rumble caused a sensation, that sensation led to me having an emotional reaction to it. Basically, I don't want to feel this way. That led to the craving of trying to not feel that way, trying to crave pleasure, because I don't want to feel this pain or whatever you, the rumble is perceived as. And to get that, I need to go and eat. See that process? So then I looked around, oh, where's the closest food place? Then I thought, what am I trying to escape this for? What am I trying to escape that sensation? It's just a rumble. It doesn't have to mean that I'm missing something because the word desire in old French is like, uh, the, the, in, yeah, it means something's missing. So if it means something's missing, you feel like you've got to find that thing that's missing. And in that case, it's the food. But actually, when you sit with it, there is nothing missing. I am that grumble, not separate from it, right? Which causes a division, if you think about it. So if I say to myself, that I'm not that. Or if I say like, I'm feeling hungry. Or there's a part of me feeling hungry and I don't want to be hungry. Then you're in a fight, already created the fight. But if you say I am the hunger, or I am the grumble, full stop, don't want to escape her, don't want to change it. That's just the fact, all right? And there's nothing missing, it's just a grumble, right? Just had a meal three hours ago, it was a nutritional meal. I'm not lacking food and vitamins, I'm still digesting, right? There's no need to escape it, there's no need to run away from it, there's no need to cause the problem. Just, I am the grumble, full stop, nothing else to it. Therein, there's no craving and desire to go and fulfil a need to get pleasure to stop that perceived pain. Does that make sense? So you have to see, oh, you have to watch it. You have to watch these moments, because you find them, and then you realise it's all a chain reaction. Oh my God, huge chain reaction. And if you just sit, I am that, full stop, no judgement. There's no desire to change it. And then it doesn't have that grip over you. Because as long as you keep thinking about it, if you're always desiring food, when you feel a slight rumble, you feel there's something missing, desire is thought. Because there's no, if, there's, if you're thinking, you're creating a desire. But if you're not thinking, if there's no thought, there's no desire. Right? So you're thinking, you keep creating desire, you're keeping it alive basically. The more you think about it, you need food, you don't need food, you need food, you don't need food. The more you create in this desire because it lives off thought it lives off those thoughts without those thoughts it doesn't have the it doesn't exist it's gone so if you see that right and you don't act from this division this, this separation you just go i am the grumble full stop nothing more to it right there is then no desire because the thoughts only come into play and you get on with your day, you get on with your hours. And then you start learning, actually, three hours later, you're like, you know what? That was just a little grumble that happened. Random grumble. Now I feel actually hungry. Now I'm more in tune with my hunger signals. Right? And that's what we need to get to. Getting in tune with our genuine hunger signals. If we don't, any slight discomfort of the belly, we will crave to get away from it. And we can't live like that, basically. Because if you do, 
you're in for a tough time staying in deficit. And we had a good um, Monday night chat in the group yesterday, so just go over a few things that were spoken about. Having accountability seems to be a big thing. So if you don't want accountability, come on a Monday. We set some goals. Main thing though, right, was getting the steps in. Um, steps went up from a thousand to eight thousand, two pounds down on average. And then Danielle as well, steps went up, flying 30,000 a day, to, uh, a kilo down in the week. Just simple stuff, guys. You don't have to find this magic bullshit solution that people sell. It's like secret sauce. Get your steps up. We know it's going to help with your hunger as well. It's going to help with the satiety to the meals. Right? If you get that sorted... Oh, I need to, I don't want to die. If you get that sorted, okay, it's a big part of the puzzle. Then you get your water in. Pull the pressure off doing workouts all the time. Just get your steps in. Okay, so no worry about i got to do this work with that. Get your steps up. Track honestly. That's it. That's all you've got to do. And then start understanding how the mind works. Why am I always craving food? Why am I always turning to food when I feel emotionally distressed? Why am I turning to food when I'm stressed? Why do I turn to food when I'm bored? Let me tell you, when you're bored, food's not the answer. Because you're going to eat that food in about 0.1 seconds and you're going to be bored again afterwards. So food's never the answer to boredom, emotion or stress. It might give you pleasure for five seconds, which is what you are desiring, but it doesn't solve the root. So you've got to be careful here. So if any of you need to kick up the ass, it starts with the simple stuff. There is no magic formula. You see some people change course every five weeks, every six weeks, something different, something different, something different. Because they're not getting the instant results they want. Or they feel like there's someone that's got something magic to share with them. Or some tip that's going to change it all. But no, there's, there's, there is nothing else to it. The secret is, you understand the map, which is the deficit. You understand that the journey's not the map. You understand just by knowing to get in a deficit doesn't make it easy. But then you understand that the journey is full of ups and downs. It is some weeks you've been in deficit, some you won't. There is social scenarios, there is how your emotions come in, and your stress, how to handle your stress, how to look at your mental health. And that's why we're doing this mental health challenge. There's three week one coming up. We've got good old Donald coming back. I'm trying to teach some of you how I've been introduced to stoicism as your operating system. It's not the things that happen to us, it's our opinion on the things that happen to us that cause the disturbance. You know, can you go through life where you are not at you're not a slave to other people's opinions, a slave to everything outside your control. The only thing in your control is your voluntary actions, and I'll say it all the time because it's true. If you try today, your voluntary action is, I'm going to try and get my steps in, but you walk outside and something, you know, I don't know, I guess something happens, you can't go for your walk in an emergency, right? You've done the voluntary action of actually going to do the walk, but the end result didn't work out. But that's what it's about. The end result isn't in your control. But the intention to do the end result, or to do the thing that may get you the end result, always in your control. And as long as you turn up every day, as long as you turn up to do these things, it will work out in the end. It always does. And I feel like that's the most important part of this entire thing. Like, if you stick with it. And when it's more important than ever, when you stick with it, when you are down. When you feel like Nat Chambers came up and spoke about she's... In a, bit of a, in, a bit of, in a bit of a rut. She had the most amazing six months. And she, she knows exactly what to do, but she's not doing it. Right? This is, this is normal. This is the part of the flow of life, basically. Some weeks you feel awesome. You're smashing your work. You've got 
your friends have got plans, all this stuff, and then some week you feel deflated, the plans are over, you're not in contact with someone maybe, something's not going really, something you feel a bit off, there's a gut feeling about something, there's something off, or it's just that you've hit some big goals and there's a deflationary period afterwards. But this is how we work as human beings, is you got ups and downs. And when you're on the down, just stick with it. You don't have to do what you did on the up. So Natalie doesn't have to train like she did for the ultra on her down. She just needs to maintain something, do a few runs, track when she can, be moderate, not let it all go out of control, right? As long as you can do something, the maintenance is easier than the gain. And I feel like when you go on a down and you realise that, do you know what? I'm not feeling 100% these days. Something's not right. I don't know what it is. I know what I've got to do, but I don't feel like doing it. And I don't know what it is. It sucks, but it's frustrating about it. So give yourself a break. Stop putting all the pressure on yourself to do what you did before. And the good times will come again. Like the seasons, like Jim Rohn talks about the seasons. I love it when he t- explains it. He's like, you have winters, you have spring, you have summer, you have autumn, right? Like clockwork, always happens. You have night and day, it's a fact. And we think we're gonna be different from this flow of nature. We think we're gonna be different from nature. Nature works this way. Nature comes in different forms. And some of you might go through a winter and a summer. You might go through a summer and a winter. You know, it depends. You can't have a summer all the time. You can't have a 24 seven all year round summer. Because then that's not a summer. <laughs> it doesn't exist. So, some of you, if you're going through a winter right now, the winters make you who you are as well. Just remember that. The tough times make you who you are. When you go through these lows, you really observe yourself. And you look at how you're reacting to things. You don't lose your head. You stay cool when the times are tough. And you're proud of that because you haven't lost your head. Because losing your head is the thing you don't want to do. But you stay cool when things don't go to plan. You stay cool when you're not feeling the best. And you know this, the, winter, the summers are going to come again. But you plant a few seeds and they will flourish. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what happens. But you've got to plant the seeds or they don't grow. Even if it's one or two seeds in the winter, you can't be bothered. Just plant a few things, keep your steps going. <sighs> you will thank yourself. You did that work. So for all of you who are in a bit of a lull in the valley of despair, keep going. It's going to come back. You're going to come back in. But stick with it. The human mind is a weird thing. I don't know why we don't know sometimes you just don't know why and that's fine like and uh, i hope you've been able to listen to this podcast by the way because it has been a bit noisy on the road here yeah, but keep at it do the basics if you feel down just do some of the basics keep it going and then when you feel great again start pushing on start pushing on again it comes in that in the seasons so have a good day everyone get your one big thing done and i'll speak to you all soon